Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, sunshines. You are listening to the Evolpreneur After Hours podcast, and I am your host, Christine Campbell-Rappin. I am on a complete and utter mission to help more entrepreneurs make a difference and navigate that challenging world of messy startups, relaunch, reinventions, and sometimes a rethink. Joining me today, we're going to sit down and talk to an amazing entrepreneur and share with her, and she shares with us, the insights and best concepts and strategies she's used to fast track her business so that you can do the same. Today, our guest is Karen Gibson, and she is a wife and a mother of two adult daughters. She wrote Mama's Gotta Let Go, How to Let Go Without Losing Your Sanity, which is a number two ranked different class on Amazon Kindle. She's also founded Brain Builders, which was a private tutoring business back in 1999, who had the mission to prepare students to succeed in and out of the classroom. She's a certified neuro-linguistic practitioner and helps her clients rewire their brain to improve communication and problem-solving skills while overcoming limiting beliefs. She recently co-authored The Power to Rise, which was a collaboration with 29 women from around the globe sharing her story of the gift of a failed suicide attempt. She founded the Letting Go with Aloha in night in 2019, which is mentoring stressed out parents and those in parenting roles navigate their journey with peace instead of pain. In 2021, she also wrote another book, which was 100 Parenting Tips Inspired by the Pandemic. She is found on YouTube, TikTok, and Instagram, and I'm excited to sit down and have this conversation. Karen, welcome to our show. Thank you so much, Christine. I'm really excited to be here. I'm excited to have this conversation, and I'm curious, you know, you've got a lot of experience behind you, and I love that you've got the education piece, the inspiring piece, but tell us how the story started. Did you imagine your life would be that of a business owner? And Nick not. how did the light bulb first dawn that you could create impact by creating your own space? Well, great question. I burned out as a special ed teacher. It was only four years. I knew that I was meant to do something with children and parents. I had a dream, actually, Christine. It was a little, little seeds, a rainbow that said brain builders and a tree. And that happened at three in the morning, August of 1999. And I had no idea how I was going to find my clients. And I just decided to do it. And it was a slow start. Um, I have a marketing background. So I sent news releases to radio stations and TV stations. And Hawaii was going to have a teacher strike. So a perfect opportunity, right? They wanted to have a teacher's perspective on what teachers and students would do. Um, then I just, I launched the one-on-one tutoring business, which I think everyone would rather have, right? One-on-one rather than 20 to 30 in one class. So I decided to combine my marketing and my education degree. And I, I just sold it as marketing um, education and having success in and out of the classroom. Because I think a lot of times teachers, um, nothing against them, but if you teach and you only know the classroom, it's very difficult to teach and prepare for outside of the classroom. I can appreciate that. And, I, and I'm curious, when you first started off, and I love that, that you say that, because I think everyone would feel the same. It's like, I don't know how I'm going to find clients. I just know I've got this vision. Talk to us a little bit about where you did, I mean, you had said you were in, you were working on the, some PR strategies, but where did you find your first client and how has that evolved to your business today? 
it was actually kind of funny. I was talking to different, I was calling different tutors and everyone said, don't do it. Don't do it. It's a rocky road. You're not going to make money. And one person said, you know what? Let me call you back. I have to use the bathroom. And I thought, that's weird. He called me back, started referring people and charged me a referral fee. And I got my first student the next day, met met them at Borders, and they said, do you have any informational material? I said, I will um, bring it the next time we met. Went home, I had a Mac SE, created, you know, why should you invest in Brain Builders? Did the registration form, uh, background on Brain Builders, and it, it just was born like 24 hours earlier, right? So <laughs> I jumped on that PR role, and I said, I'm going to do this. And you feel... Like, am I doing it? You know, am I, this is like, because you have to market yourself without even having that. They don't even know they're your first client. And from then, it was word of mouth. And then a local station uh, contacted me, KHON, and then I just, it was all word of mouth. And then I decided to put Brain Builders on my car. And today, I get maybe three to five calls, at least a month. And so I, I do still tutor uh, my passion um, is still the students, but when I see the parents in pain, it does tug at my heartstrings because as a parent who struggled, um, you know, I've been there. Yeah. And I think this is a, such an important lesson for all of our audiences. The business evolves as you evolve and you do have to be prepared to, you know, to just jump in. I think, you know, we can easily fall into the trap of getting ready to get ready to get ready versus now there's an opportunity. Can you move quickly? And can you be responsive? And being responsive is such an important thing. Um, talk to us a little bit about the passion, the evolution for the parents, because a big focus of what you've done, certainly on the author side, has been the family side. Mm -hmm. And uh, I love that you include both parents and those that are in parenting roles, because the world is complicated. <laughs> and and sometimes we're in that uh, complication with our family dynamic. But talk to us about the impact you want to create today. Well, I didn't realize that even though I uh, founded Letting Go with Aloha Parent Coaching in, um, you know, 2020, I have been talking and having conversations with parents since 1999. I mean, actually, prior to that, because I worked at a mental health facility where students were um, residential patients. And then in my four years as a special ed teacher, every parent would ultimately like ask me, what do I do? My child is driving me crazy or they won't do their homework. And I didn't realize that that was part of parent coaching. So that evolved. And then when I, my daughter left for college in 2014, I sunk into the deepest depression. So I turned my journal into a book, which is Mama's Gotta Let Go, How to Let Go Without Your Sanity, and then all of a sudden, the parents that I, um, you know, that I worked with, I usually worked with their student for their children, but then they all had questions. So I think that's where my passion for these parents who really didn't see the light at the end of the tunnel. They just thought, I'm just, you know, you said that a lot of times we compare like, oh, my gosh, they must not be struggling. And then I shared that we are all struggling. We, there is no parenting manual. You know, and we just do the best we can. And it doesn't matter. You know, your, your child's grades don't define your worth. That's a big one today because your child fails. Part of you as a parent feels that you must have had something to do with it because if you did a good job, they would be excelling and um, really achieving, which is not the case at all. I'm curious in, in, the, in the world that you have in the coaching business. I mean, I appreciate 
this is, we're all struggling. And I, I love that because I think it is true. We don't talk about that enough. And then we don't also need to get into the comparison game of, well, your struggle more than my struggle? Because that's just a road to disaster, in my opinion. Um, but, you know, if you are in that dark place, how do you know that you exist? You know, that you and your services and the books and like, how do we how do we shine the light into you do not have to be in the dark by yourself? Talk to us a little bit about how do you how you approach that or what kind of you considered when you chose this group to serve? Well, fortunately, it is the world of social media. So I did, you know, I have a YouTube channel. Everything is Letting Go with Aloha, TikTok, Letting Go with Aloha, Instagram. And I've been fortunate enough to be on other uh, local TV shows as well as global um, radio shows. Voice America has asked me back several times. So each opportunity that I have, recently I had to share um, the crystal ball predictions for 2023, but another opportunity to share how I can actually be of service. So I think every opportunity that I have, you know, I've had like a parenting summit that I hosted um, last Sunday, in fact, my second annual one, a great opportunity to share with my parents and then sending news releases. That marketing background has helped me, um, you know, there, it's not a guarantee that they'll call you, but reaching out to media, you know, mass emailing and just word of mouth too. word of mouth. It might not, especially when you're first starting out. Just trying everyone that, you know, and not being afraid to reach out to the media. They need stories. Sometimes they'll reach out to you and you don't even realize that you are a source. You are valued. Yes. Learning to position yourself as an expert is a really important one. And I love that you talk about speaking and whether that is hosting your own events, whether it's sharing somebody else's stages, using you know the amplification tools of either social media or media in general are some of the easiest ways to exponentially expand your audience. And that is one of the biggest struggles most entrepreneurs have. It's, you know, we build it and hope they'll come. And yes. so this is a great insight. And I'm curious, if you look back on your journey, what's one thing that worked exceptionally well? And what's one thing that you go, oh, I wish I'd sort of done that earlier because it, it really was an accelerator for you? Well, even till today, I was mentioning earlier, Christine, that my um, sticker on my Ford Flex, Brain Builders, motiva Motivating Minds, even though it says first grade through sixth grade, I get all ages. People, I think, just see Motivating Minds or Brain Builders, and it's a catchy way to, um, you know, give hope to someone. You know, in fact, I had a senior citizen go, I, I think I could use brain building, you know, skills. And so it's, it's kind of funny. And um, the thing that... I don't regret doing it, but, you know, when you're starting out, you just mail everything. So I, I must have mailed like a hundred um, flyers out to schools, counselors, um, teachers, uh, everyone. And I don't know if I had any. I don't think I had anyone. But I think when you give the energy out mm -hmm. and you just market and you just trust, I had calls either from referrals. Um, I had two calls from the um, TV spot that I did. It was just a what should you do to, you know, encourage my, my four-year-old. Well, she's 26 now, but she was four. And we both went on and talked about, like, how do parents encourage your children, you know, on their academic journey? But even though it was just two calls, guess what? They referred their friends. And it truly is like a grassroots approach where, you know, you just spread the word. I love that because there, there's a good friend of mine who constantly reminds us. We talked about direct marketing just recently in a in a conversation, uh, Mastermind, because the comment made was we need to market like it's 1980 and doing back to the old school because we do know that, you know, inboxes are cluttered. We do know that 
um, our attention spans and our stress levels are really impacting our ability to go, I, I'm actually the person who needs help. I am struggling and I, I'm so distracted by choice and by circumstances that it's hard. So we were just talking about the power of disruptive things. And out of that's the visual clue on your car or whether it's the handwritten thing. I said, you don't know where the legacy is, but I do agree that there is a domino effect that can happen. And if you are consistent and clear on how you serve and the results that you can bring, the goal is to spark curiosity. So, you know, if you look to your business, how do you define success? And what does it that, you know, lights you up every day to keep going on this journey of making impact? Very good question, because I think a lot of entrepreneurs, they base their idea of success on monetary value. Did I make X dollar amount? And I decided, someone told me, you know, all you need is to impact one life. Don't think about impacting thousands, hundreds, even, um, you know, like I want to impact every student that I encounter. I will not because some students, no matter what, will not be motivated. They will not see value. But during my, geez, it's been, what, 20 four years, right, that Brain Builders started. And I thought, you know, it is just my idea of success is reaching one student, one parent, and knowing that my words of encouragement or just being there. I currently have a mom who's um, going through a lot with her two boys and just having her say, thank you so much for being in my life. It was a referral from a psychology group. I have no idea how they got my name. Um, but like you said, it could just be, um, you know, sparking interest. Someone might have talked to someone and then all of a sudden your name is referred because I am not a trained psychologist, but for some reason um, someone referred me. So I think that's what it is, knowing that you're just touching one life. Don't worry about marketing to the world. I love the power of one. I always remind my clients and I remind my peers in the world of business. I said, remember, waterfall starts with one drop. Ooh, I love that. Okay, it's really important to do focus. You show up for the one and you you have to just cast, and I, you said it earlier, the energy out there that I'm here to serve. And so I'm curious because you've got a mix. You've got the coaching side, you've got the tutoring side, and you've also got a passion for online learning. Talk to me about yes. how that online learning works in your business because I know we talk about it as a great strategy, but to do it effectively, many people struggle. So Take us through some of the challenges you've had with online courses and why you see this as a vehicle to grow and to make more impact. Well, I was actually going to quit tutoring right when the pandemic pandemic hit because I am not a high I'm not a tech person and Zoom was like an emotional roller coaster. And then now I look back, I've been doing it since 2020. And lately I think the 2023 and on, it will be online courses, online therapy. Um, different mental health um, services. So I decided to go ahead. You are able to reach globally, right? Versus me doing my one-on-one sessions. Mm-hmm. So that's when I decided to do it. I took a uh, Tony Robbins course and it was, um, they were really talking about the power of online courses, which I've been wanting to do since 2020. Ever since I started letting go with Aloha, it was overwhelming. And like you said, I was tired of just getting ready to get ready. So I just jumped in. Truthfully, after I did all the videos, I thought, you know what? I am not going to rewatch it because I'll be editing and editing forever. (laughs) So it was really scary. And I just launched it. So um, 
it's something that I'm very proud of because it touches from everything about, you know, how do we deal with fear? How do we deal with emotions? How do we motivate our children? And how do we help ourselves? Because it is parenting ourselves. Whether you're a parent or not, we need to reparent, you know, our inner child. I'm I'm such a strong believer in that and healing within so that we can leave these children, whether they're your neighbor's children, your children, um, you know, nieces, nephews, grandchildren. I think that's what made me realize the power of, you know, online courses using that, um, that format and that platform, Mm -hmm. because I can't reach everyone. But I noticed that even with the parent summit and an online course, I can reach, it's just a matter of marketing. Mm -hmm. And then that one person knowing that you will reach the people that need you. I love it. And, and courses um, have really changed. And I'm, I'm, I'm curious your perspective as you look to, you know, 2023 and you, and you look beyond that. Um, what is the obstacle that you know you need to focus on in your growth journey? Because you've said you've invested in, in training, you've supported yourself along the journey. Uh, it sounds like you might be someone who, who is always going to be keeping their eye to expansion. What is the roadblock that you're aware of that you're thinking, this is going to be the thing I need to tackle um, to keep building momentum in your business? I think like all entrepreneurs and big businesses too, it is um, marketing. I have a bachelor's in marketing. I've done many decades of marketing. And you know what? It is still, I think, the number one challenge because there's competition out there and you have to get that one person who might refer people and no matter what a great course or great book or great service you have, the challenge is getting clients to um, refer and getting clients period to just see, see your service or product as something that they need. Yes, marketing is not optional. And I think there is gold nuggets there plenty because if you do keep your foot on the gas and you keep getting the message out, um, you have to have that focus every single day, and marketing is changing. I'm curious as we as we kind of lead into to our last question here. I'm interested to talk about your story on TikTok uh, because TikTok for business is a really interesting one. Uh, there's two sides of the camp here. One is like it's essential, and other people are like TikTok for business. Say what? Um, but I'm fascinated to to talk about why you chose that platform, um, what it's done for your business, and if somebody's considering it. Tell us what we're missing or what we should be paying attention to. Because you've had you know what? on that. Oh, my gosh. I owe it all to my best friend and social media manager, Deslyn Hakia. She's on the island of Kauai. And she said, Karen, you need to do TikTok. I said, I'm not into TikToks. I'm not going to do it. And one TikTok led to, um, I mean, I have over, what, 700 followers. It's so funny because I just did one. She said, I just saw your latest TikTok. And it's truly a 10-second to 10-minute parenting class. I just use this as a a crystal ball prediction for 2023 when parents, busy parents, have tiny pockets of time, whether they're sitting on the toilet, waiting in line to pick up their kids. We all have that short attention span, but many, many moments where we can just watch someone who is, you know, going through the same frustrations. And it is relatable when we see a parent out there and it goes viral is because maybe they lost it. Maybe their child says something that, you know, we're like, wow, I never thought that would work. And so TikTok, I believe it's not just for the younger generation. Yes, you can find recipe tips and, you know, all kinds of um, hacks. But I think it is something that businesses, actually more businesses are deciding to 
you know, do the TikTok journey because it is a way. I just did something and I've never had more than a few. It hit like a thousand five hundred and it was a random TikTok video that I said, you know, the next time that you yell, it was just, you know, think about like, where is that voice coming from? Is it, it's not about them. It's about you. Or I said something and it was just random. I was about to tutor at the park, said that. And I thought, is that a mistake? <laughs> and that overall had that moment of social. Well, because normally it's like <laughs> when had 20 views, 30 views, I'm like 1,500. I told Des and she said, you know, all it takes. And I talked to a grandma and she said, you just need to be relatable and people will want to hear more from you. So I think if you're just starting, TikTok would definitely be, in my eyes, a mandatory platform to um, market your business. You know, if you have, you have TikTok, uh, Instagram, you have stories that you can also repost on Facebook. And before you know it, you have your own little marketing campaign right at your fingertips. I love this. And there's one final thing that uh, I'd love for you to share because you talk about, you know, things evolving. Um, you started a, a few tips on TikTok, which evolved into another book. And we've talked a little bit about it, but tell us a little bit about this because I have, I, I do believe this is, if you say, I don't have any content and said, go back over the last year. How many tips did you give? You actually have a whole lot of content oh yeah your own (laughs) go mind your own social media but tell us a little bit about this book and then uh well my friend Essence said you know what right before the pandemic um the distance learning right journey started she said just do daily tips for 14 days I ended up doing it and then the days continued and then I just thought why not do 100 of them I look back and I don't know what inspired me to keep going because 100 is a lot and then I did you know the 100 TikTok tips and then transferred to Instagram story tips but I think we all need to look at like what did we learn from um, our journey that started maybe 10 years ago where were you and how did you get from there to here everyone will want to know where you know the journey that you traveled and we don't realize that each of us has a gift to share and every story can be, um, you know, like a valuable lesson to learn from. That is a gold nugget to leave it on because there is truth to this. You think, you know, in you're in chapter five and all you can see is the next 30 chapters, but you forget that the value you can bring is to all the people who are in chapters one, two, three, and four. Yes. And we can get really complicated and thinking it can't be that simple. Well, in my eyes in the chair that I sit, I always tell people business is elegantly simple. Go back to the basics because the foundations are what we miss. The simple tips are really where the magic lies. And if you're creating that kind of content, you build your expert status and you mm-hmm. have taken it a step further and said, now I've got a book and another resource that has a very long-term value in the marketing. And so I've loved sitting down with you, Karen, and hearing how can you build a business? How can you evolve on your journey? And at the same time, how do you show up to make impact with one? Thank you for being our guest today. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. This was so much fun. It went by so fast. <laughs> it always flies. But guys, that's it. This is a wrap on another episode of the Evolvepreneur After Hours show. And before you go, a couple of things. If you've loved our conversation, please give us a five-star review. And if you are an entrepreneur who is sharing the journey, we'd love to talk about your experience and share it and highlight it here within our community of fellow business owners. So be sure to subscribe for future episodes. And until next time, If you are an entrepreneur, I want you to take insight from Karen and show up for one. How can you make an impact today? 
is the perfect time to make your dreams a reality. Guys, we will see you on another episode.